0: This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by Books. Books, it's like the internet, but heavier. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show that's like herding cats. I'm your host, an enormous pussy, Tim Down. And folks, uh, more good news. I went for a run in my neighborhood. It's the first one I've done in uh, weeks. Um, And more importantly... It's the first one I've done with actual, uh, data and a game plan. So, um, thus far I've been using the setting on my watch that is cardio. Um, and I've since started using the running app or the running, uh, activity, I guess. And so what that's allowed me to do is see my heart rate, see my root, see how, uh, see my pace, see how far I'm going. Um, So I got to really get some data on what I've been doing so far. As we've already discussed, uh, I was going way too fast. So um, I brought it down, went slower, kept it, you know, at a nice even pace. And, you know, I was kind of hoping, there was a part of me that was hoping that, you know, my route was actually like a 5K. And so I was running most of a 5K at a pretty solid pace and walking here and there, but mostly running. Um, That is not the case. It was realistically probably more like two, two and a half kilometers uh, because my run the other night was... Four, three and a half kilometers which was my original route plus going down another block and back and then looping back around um, so it was uh, not not a, a very long run that I've been that I've been going on but I mean if you consider my pace all things considered odds are I'm the I'm the fastest 300 uh, pound guy on the island I mean, th- that's my height. I'm sure there's some, you know, six foot seven guy, who's 200 pounds, and can just rip it. But uh, that, of course, calls into question issues of gait and stride and, and things like that. So we're not going to get into that. Um, but uh, also, I mean, not to not to toot my own horn. I'm not. Ex- I'm not exactly 300 pounds. I'm 293. So I'm I'm trimming down. I'm getting nice and slim. So at this rate in a in a year and a half, I'll be cut and lean and jacked. Um you know, that that is uh assuming I don't kick it up into it's a high gear. But we're going to we're going to take things as they come, you know. I'm not going to commit to doing you know, it's always so funny to me when you see people on podcasts going like, oh, I did this and I lost like 50 pounds in two months. It's like, I, I think you, I think you didn't, you know, I think you didn't do that. It's, you know, it's like when people, you know, there's some people that say, oh, I've been eating in a calorie deficit. I've been eating, you know, I've been barely eating any calories and I haven't lost any weight. And then you do a little audit, and you go, oh, you're eating 2,500 calories a day. You're not not checking the sauces. You're not checking the oils. You're not getting the portions, you know? Or like ghosts. You know, a lot of people will... I mean, I don't know that there's anything that I find less interesting than hearing ghost stories. Like when someone tries to... Like, you know, I mean, fun ghost stories are fine. Like when it's like, you know oh, there's this urban legend of this guy. Like if it's presented as like a fictional thing, uh, fine. But when someone tries to like convince you the ghosts are real and they're like, oh, this one time I was home alone and uh, a plate fell off the wall and there was no way that could have happened. And so that was a ghost. And it's like, I, I don't know, man. That just seems flimsy. It seems like you maybe were just missing some details seems like this isn't the whole story, seems like maybe if I witnessed what you saw, you know, that, that I'd be able to go, oh, well, no, it was just that, it was, you know, it was hanging up on the wall in a flimsy thing, and you left out the part where you fell down the stairs and, and shook your whole house, and then it fell, you know, I'm just saying, uh, I'm not convinced, um, if I start giggling, it's because my cat's rubbing up against me. It's not quite time for him to be fed. I think he's just interested. Um, but yeah, so all that to say, uh, things are going well. Things are uh, things are moving in the right direction. Um, one thing I did notice um, that I've I have noticed and have continued to notice um, is just the sheer amount of driving schools. In my neighborhood, Um, and you know, I've I've been aware of them. I see them driving around all the time, and I've been stuck behind them as a as a driver. But when I was on my run, I saw a bunch of them, and it's just really funny the like car body language that you see because obviously you know my neighborhood is fairly narrow streets, so it's it's you know one lane in either direction, and in some places the speed limit's 30, but you know, no one drives 30. Um, but driving school people sometimes drive 20, and I can just see the driving <laughs> student doing like 20, 25. Person behind him really just wants to rip it, but they can't because, for one, there's not really room for them to do it, and for two, there's just it feels bad. Mean to do to a, a driving student to just rip around them and just completely, you know, point out to them as much as they're, you know, dri- either driving teachers probably saying, "Oh no, people are going to be understanding. They know you're a student driver. It's very obvious." And then you just fucking rip around them and you know, stop driving like a little fucking bitch, you know. But as I was jogging, as I was doing my glorified power walking, I got to see it happen multiple times because obviously at that speed, the, the, (laughs) the driving student was more or less keeping pace with me. So I got to see lots of people almost rear end it, try and figure out a way around and then turn down a street and go a different way. And then someone else careens up and almost hits them. And you know, sunrise, sunset repeats over and over again. And obviously, if I'm the one driving, I get fucking pissed off. But as a pedestrian, I don't have to have any empathy. So I just get to point and laugh at both parties. Uh, You know, at the driver who wants to drive fast for getting fucked over and for the student for not having a license. Because what do you mean you don't have a driver's license, you little little silly bitch? What are you talking about? (laughs) What do you mean you're not allowed to drive? That's so silly. getting real cocky for a guy that got governmentally criticized for my driving not too long ago. I still have to pay that that ticket. But listen, uh, it's neither here nor is it there. Uh, I'm also just watching because my cat has become very enamored. Uh, there's some squirrels that have made their way onto our balcony and are obviously trying to get into our... Uh, our um, Oh, he's trying to open the cupboard now, um, but they try to open, they try to get into our compost bin because there's two of our, two of our pumpkins are in there, and he can sort of hear them and he can see them, so he's gotten much more interested in trying to see outside, um, and I like to accommodate him because it's just funny knowing how much he wants to bite them and kill them, and they they almost taunt him like there's one squirrel that would sit on top of our barbecue, which is like directly in line with his eye level and it just sat on there and just was like cleaning its paws and cleaning its legs and just having a full on bath as if to really call him out. Like there was a, I would never do this. There was a part of me that wanted to just open the door and let my cat, you know, see what he would do. I don't think he would do much, but there's just this look he gets where I can tell he, he just wants to fucking chase him, you know? Um, but uh, also, the, you know, back to driving. Um, I had two driving-related incidents this week. Nowhere near the, the severity of, of my previous one. Um, no police were involved. Um, I'm going to tell you that the second one that happened first because it's quicker. Uh, it is also arguably worse, but it's, it's quicker to tell. So the other night... I was driving home from my parents after dinner, this was on Sunday night, and driving down my street, business as usual, I see some guys walking across the street, it's obviously dark, and they're obviously wearing all black, but I'm used to it, people just cross wherever on that street, uh, speed limit is 30, but you know, that's more of a suggestion for a lot of the drivers in my neighborhood, as well as the stop signs, but they felt uh, they felt comfortable just going, so you know, more power to them. But as we were driving, uh, it became clear that they set fireworks up because there was fireworks that started going off just on the side of the road. They set them up like on the sidewalk, which I guess is because it was Diwali, festival of lights. And I guess it's, um, I mean, I've, I've never encountered it before to my, actually, no, I probably have, but I just didn't know it was Diwali, but I think in other cities, it be. I think in Brampton, they kind of banned them because there was a lot of fireworks that got set off. And Anyway, so I'm driving by and they're, they're shooting them up in the air and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. We're in like a residential area. People don't normally, I've never seen it. I guess I've heard it, but I, I sort of assumed people went to like parks or open areas. Um, But so, the, you know, a couple go up and they're not like they didn't make any sound really. They're almost, I guess they're like Roman candles, but a couple different colors. But as we were driving by, I looked, I sort of saw briefly the setup. I looked to my left. I saw a bunch of people standing on the sidewalk. I was like, oh, I guess they're just celebrating. And then as I looked back towards the road, something just caught my eye in my rear view. And I was like, what was that? And I I looked up and I, I saw that some of the fireworks, uh, either on purpose or by accident, uh, were being shot horizontally towards the apartment building that the people were standing in front of. And so what I had witnessed, what had I caught out of my peripheral vision, was a firework <laughs> being shot pretty close behind my car, close enough that it very easily could have just hit my window uh, if I had been a second slower or, you know, a second faster. Um, and I'm not sure what I would have done if a firework hit my car. I assume yelling would be involved. Um, but because it didn't, and I, I guess I assumed that the people that were having fireworks shot at them would be ducking and running for cover I kind of just went home and it did occur to me that in some circumstances you know that might be cause for getting out of the car and going hey and fucking making a group of people scatter uh, but I guess I just thought it was funny that they were going to have to run and so as not to get hit in the fucking head with a Roman candle or a bottle rocket or a m80 i don't know if, i don't know if fireworks um but yeah that was just one of those things where you know just like oh okay that could have been a very different end to that night you know what would have been sick is if i had all my windows down and it shot through all the windows that would have been tight i would have gone out and chest bumped the guys if that happened but you know if it's if ifs and buts were candy and nuts um, I can never remember the end of that. I think I've quoted that before on this show, and I've never remembered the end. Um, We'd all have a wonderful Christmas. Makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. Um, but anyway, so this, the second driving incident, which was the, the first one that happened, um, was, I think, technically can be classified as, as a form of vigilante justice. Um so I was a couple nights ago I was driving home and it was not too far away from where the the fireworks went off um kind of the cross street. Uh, it's a longer street and it's when I have to drive on for a little bit to get to the street that I turn whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm again kind of doxing myself. But so I'm driving, it's like a three-lane boulevard. And I'm in the middle lane, and the guy in the left lane is kind of weaving. He's not right next to me, but, you know, he's close enough to where I wouldn't like it if he cut in front of me or swerved, you know, in front of me. So what I do in those situations is I put my hand kind of on the middle of the steering wheel and just wait as I'm driving. So that way, if they start to go into me, I can just honk right away and just get the fuck away from me. Um. Obviously, I should probably change lanes too. But you know, putting my hand on the on the horn like that kind of makes me feel like I'm, you know, got my hand on my gun, just ready to brandish it, ready to start waving it around like a like a rogue cop, you know, as you do. But then we're coming up to uh, the green light that we're approaching turns yellow, and it's very clearly going to turn red, and this gentleman is turning left. And the speed we were going, he was basically going to be turning left on a red, which is illegal. But I'm not a cop and I'm not a narc. So if he's going to do that, that's fine. I mean, listen, do what you're going to do. You know, fine. Who am I? You know, glass houses, he who is without sin, all that jazz. But I still had my hand on the on the horn, and I, I'm not sure what exactly happened. It's possible that I just braked a little harder than I anticipated because I think I was looking at him, trying to make sure he wasn't going to swerve into me, and then I wasn't exactly minding like, you know, it's not not like I was going full speed, but I wasn't focusing on braking as much. So maybe I just hit the brake a little too hard. Um, whatever the case. Uh, whatever the circumstances, what that amounted to is I honked my horn just a little bit. And this guy who was full on ready to rip it through the intersection and turn left. When I honked, he was about halfway over the stop line (laughs) and he, he slammed on his brakes and just, er, just a little, just a little. er. And then he, he was more, he, he backed up so that he was he wasn't over the line anymore, and I felt bad. <laughs> to be honest, I felt really bad because I didn't want to. I I wasn't trying to make a point. I wasn't trying to be like, "Hey, don't you fucking run that red light." It was a complete accident. I wasn't. I didn't think he would stop, but it makes sense because, like, if you're going to turn and someone honks, my first instinct is kind of like, you know. If I'm going to change lanes and I start to change lanes and someone honks, I'm going to stop changing lanes, you know? So I assume like he thought that maybe there was someone to his left, even though to his left was grass. I don't know, but I felt really bad and I didn't pull up next to him because I, I felt like I'd have to apologize, but at the same time, like he's in the wrong, but I, I still felt like I was, you know, out of line. So anyway i just i just really tickled me that that uh he actually stopped and to be honest i'm a little bit drunk with power and i think i'm gonna be trying out that little maneuver from here and there from from henceforth and uh you know i'm thinking about getting like a fake police badge and just impersonating an officer you know because i can hog at people i can say do you know how fast you were going I can wear Oakleys that are a size too small. You know, I'm just saying. I'm available. You know, they dep. Richard Nixon deputized Elvis, or did I think Elvis just asked to be deputized and to be given a gun and a federal badge? I'm not sure if Nixon actually did it. It'd be pretty fucking funny if he did, uh, but that seems irresponsible. And if there's one thing I know about Richard Nixon. It said he would never do anything immoral. Um. <laughs> um, now I do have some things to say with regards to Naruto. We've we've done our updates, and it's it's of course that time. It's the anime time. So I finished the original run of Naruto. Did not take me that long because I mean, quite honestly, there's a lot of filler. And it's actually not very long, at all. Um, I you know thinking back on it over the years, I would remember certain parts of Naruto, but then I'd be like, I feel like there's way more than that. Why don't I remember? Like I remember the Chunin Exam, I remember the Bring Back Sasuke, I remember, you know, the Zabuza arc, but there's got to be more. Like that's not that many episodes, Um, but a lot of it is filler and i elected to not watch the filler because to be honest i'm not really interested in watching 60 episodes of of naruto filler but it was pretty funny to me because when i watched the the bleach filler cuz i think there was there's only like two major filler arcs and and i remember liking one and the other one was really highly rated so and i think I was a bit more into Bleach than the Naruto, if I'm being uh, totally honest. But the funny thing with big filler arcs like that is they have to find a way to deal with the circumstances of the real last arc, like the, the last, like, canon arc, have an arc happen, and then bring it back to zero so the next real canon arc can begin, if that makes sense. So, like... You know, characters are in the hospital, or certain characters like lose their power in one of the, you know, in like the main arc. Then you got a filler arc and you need to use those characters again. So you have to figure out, okay, why is this guy out of the hospital? Why can this guy now use his powers? And then you figure those things out, and then the arc happens. And over the course of it, okay, now this guy, his powers are only temporary so now he's lost them again so now we can have the big story moments where he gets them back in the real thing and then this person's in the hospital but now they're back in because of this other you know fight that doesn't happen in the manga and i think it wasn't as pronounced for me with bleach because i watched the whole arc so there's you know a couple weeks in between you know those things happening but because i skipped it with naruto it just like so after the after the tune exam, Sasuke's in the hospital, he's not waking up, and it's this whole fucking thing, and oh we gotta wait, we gotta get someone to, to heal him because he's in the hospital and he's not waking up, and it's like we can't figure it out. And then I watch like that, and then I skip to the end of the filler, and then it's oh Sasuke woke up in the hospital, but he's like remembering the stuff that happened in the filler arc where the guy said like, Oh yeah, I knew you were like a little bitch. You weren't a real Uchiha. And he's got like, oh, fuck fucking Naruto had to fucking save me when in reality it was way more of an impactful story, you know, with the, the Canon event. Like I almost feel like it would be better if Sasuke wasn't involved at all. But listen, I'm not, uh, not a director. I just thought it was funny that, you know, you have to reset back. It's almost like a sitcom where you have to somehow, you know, Homer Simpson gets decapitated and then they put his head back on by the end and, you know, on to next week's episode. But it's narrow uh, it's narrow-tone. Uh And I also noticed in, because the, there's certain episodes that were sort of like the end of a filler arc that had like little bits of like actual important stuff sprinkled in like at the end. So I'd watch those, but you can tell it's like the B team as far as the animation goes. Cause it was, I mean, it was really fucking janky looking. I mean, and that, that happens, but normally over the course of a series runtime, the animation gets better. It doesn't have, it doesn't often get worse. Like Early episodes of Naruto, like, they're definitely dated looking, but they still look good. And there's some episodes that look great. But then some of these arcs, it's like, why does Naruto's head look like that? Or why are they moving like that? Like, that's a really, like, why is his arm so small? Or like, some of the hands that are drawn are like, that's a fucking meaty paw for Sakura. Like, I don't know. That's really, again, for like baby hands at one point. Uh, So, I've moved on to Shippuden, and I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. There's still weird models and kind of jankiness, um, but I think it's going to be a bit more interesting than original run Naruto. And I think, in retrospect, that's kind of the consensus, I think, that Shippuden's better than the original run. Got some uh, Akatsuki guys running around interesting stuff, everyone's a fucking Chunin now or Jonin, like what the fuck man everyone got promoted except for Naruto because he was out in the woods doing something with a much older man who writes porn you know I'm just saying it's, it's maybe certain things in Naruto that don't age that well you know Shikamaru is a little bit of an incel he's a smart guy he's well read, he's not well read I don't think, he doesn't seem to read that much He's a boy genius, but he's a little bit of a fucking incel. Bit of a chess incel. So and that's just the way it is. That's just that's just how it that's just how it goes. So, and his dad's a little bit of an incel too, but what are you gonna do? Right? His girlfriend goes to another school in another village. Um but yeah, I'm just interested to see. You know, Because now I don't have to sit through the filler like I did when I was caught up. So now I can just skip everything and get to the meat and potatoes of Naruto. The The first episode of Shippuden starts really weird where it starts off with them finding Sasuke and then there's like two other guys there where you're like, who are these guys? And then to the point where I was like, I, I remember seeing this, but... This feels like I started like the wrong season. But no, that's just how they start it, like in media res, you know? And there's like one guy who looks, has like really weird, almost, he almost looks like a me. He's got like perfectly almond shaped eyes and like a weird metal faceplate and like spiky hair. And I remember that guy. I don't remember anything about him, but I'm like, I remember seeing you. And then there's another guy who is like the Sasuke replacement, I guess. Who's just very, I mean, pardon my French, very twinkish. He's a thin, pale, young guy that wears a crop top. You can see his V-lines. And I'm like, that's fine. I just want to know what this guy's deal is. Because I remember watching and being like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is he sheet white? Why does it look like he's wearing kabuki makeup when he's not? I don't think he is. But I guess I'll find out, and I'll let you know. I'll let you know what this twink's up to, you know? And I'll, I'll try not to say twink that much because I feel like it has a different kind of vibe coming out of my, coming from me, you know? So I'm sorry if that's jarring for you. I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm sorry, Mom. Sorry to everybody. For saying twink so much as a bear. Uh, on a, on another note, let's move away from anime a little bit. Uh, I've been reading a lot more, which I think is overall uh, good for me. Um, sometimes when I finish work, I'll just read for half an hour. Um, I haven't. I don't know that I've read anything. So, like, I read Freakonomics, which is like one of those classic. Hey, this is like a the book that everyone talks about for like three years because the internet wasn't quite where it's at now. Um, And I think it's kind of probably, I'm going to approach it the same way I approach like Malcolm Gladwell, where I'm not going to put too much stock in the the things they say or some of the stats they say. Um, You know, if I bring it up, I'm going to say apparently, supposedly, just to cover my tracks because, you know. sometimes sometimes an anecdote can get in the way sometimes the facts can get in the way of a good story if you know what I'm trying to say Uh, but I'm currently I finished Freakonomics It's a fine read moved on to a book on the history of satire and then I think after that I'm going to read some John Steinbeck and my goal is twofold one is to enrich myself and uh, stimulate my mind, hopefully reign in my attention span a little bit, get kind of, uh, you know, try to develop a sense of inner peace and calm to sort of settle my thoughts and help me become more aware of myself and, you know, build on my knowledge and my thinking and and really just try to get back to basics as far as, um, you know, maybe we don't need to be on the phone all the time right? Uh, and the second thing is that I have quite simply way too many books and, and ex- an excess of books. Um, but I'm also kind of stubborn and kind of a jackass. So I don't just want to donate all of them or get rid of all of them. Uh, I want to read them and then I'll donate them. So that's kind of my plan. Um, hoping to uh, make a sizable dent because there's a It's a big pile to make a dent in. So, I'm hoping that by going for regular runs, reading, and eating right, I'll develop a a set of healthy habits that I think most people figure out when they're children, or at least teenagers. So, I got some catching up to do, but, you know, let's say the 30s are the new 20s, so... Technically, I am I just stopped being a minor. So it's not even really my fault. Ultimately, I'm underaged. I'm not responsible for myself or my actions or the impact of my actions uh, or really my intentions um, or any of my core beliefs. So blank slate. If you knew me before, no, you didn't. I'm oh, a different guy now. Tabula Rasa. Thank you. Fuck. I was going to say the guy, the blank slate guy, John Locke. Yeah, it's John Locke. I got it. Unfortunately, I had to think of the guy from Lost to get the name. It's John Locke. So, uh, yeah, sorry if any of my teachers listen to this. I, I don't think this is what you had in mind for, for any of your students. Uh, but maybe it's better than you hoped. So anyway, uh, that's going to be it for this week. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram, excessively underscore Caucasian. Send me an email at gmail at gmail.com. Tune in next week to see if any of my good habits take hold. Bye-bye.